Welcome to the Manifestation and Mystic Soul podcast, a place to discover how to live in spiritual alignment, attract more of what you want, and become the highest version of yourself. My name's Helen from Helen Life, and I'm a manifestation coach, astrologer, and all-round modern mystic. I blend together practical manifestation tools with ancient spiritual wisdom, coaching, astrology, and modern magic. If you're looking to raise your vibration and step into your dream reality, then you've come to the right place. I hope by listening to this show, you gain the perspectives, teachings, knowledge, practices, and tools you need to embody your next level self. Now let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to the Manifestation Mystics of Podcast. Hope you're all doing well. I hope you are feeling into the new season that we move into with September and autumn if you're based in the UK or Europe or that side of the hemisphere and if not then I hope you're looking forward to moving into summer. Just before we get started I want to mention if you haven't already heard I've created a new free ebook that you can download to help you break free from your limited beliefs. So this is an 18-page ebook with my step-by-step guide. It's got all of the details in how to break free from your limited beliefs and stories that may be holding you back. It teaches you how to challenge and question your own beliefs, how to release self-sabotaging thoughts and behaviors, and really how to start creating new beliefs that actually support your dreams and goals because when you have beliefs that are in alignment with what it is that you want to create with your desires, then that is when the magic happens. Because when your subconscious mind and your conscious mind are aligned and you know what you want and your beliefs are behind it, then you can't help but magnetize that towards you. So to download the guide, I'll leave a link in the show notes below. But it's just, it's so jam-packed. It's got over 16 journal prompts for you to use to really break down your beliefs and challenge them and transform them so that you can basically be unstoppable and really live in alignment with your soul's vision. So this episode, I actually tried to record what I did record about a month ago, but the audio all came out completely jolty and didn't really save properly so it didn't really come out but this is this is something I think is so important because the habits that we create in our life the habits that we create in our mind in our body and in our soul are the things that will set us up that will set us up for success for everything that we do in the future and if you've listened to my podcast episode around cause and effect It's like the causes that you create today, create your future tomorrow. So if you have habits that you create now that nourish your mind, that nourish your body, that nourish your soul and set you up for a life of success, a life that you want to create, then, you know, you're laughing basically. And what inspired this podcast actually was that I heard Bob Proctor once say on an interview that the secret of successful people isn't that they actually always do the things that they know they should do, but what they do is they turn nearly everything and turn them into habits so that these 
things, these behaviors that successful people do become automatic. And that is why they end up where they are. So I'm going to go through, let's see, about eight habits that I would say are the key for setting your mind, body and soul up for success. And I'll probably do another episode specifically like on thinking patterns and thinking habits, because that's a whole nother topic. So let's just get into it, shall we? So the first habit that I have is actually to create a morning routine. Now, this is interesting because a morning routine usually comprises of a number of habits all stuck together. But when you have a morning routine that you stick to every day, I cannot tell you the difference that this will make to your life. So whether you do a couple of things, like several things, or whether you take an hour, two hours, first thing in the morning for yourself to get your mindset into a good place, to feel good in your body. This, I believe, is one of the most important things that you can ever do for yourself. And if you can get into the habit of incorporating practices into your morning routine to make you feel more motivated, to make you feel more at peace, to make you feel aligned with yourself, then I can guarantee you that you have not just a more productive day, but a more magical day. I cannot tell you the amount of times that when I do my morning routine and I do it to a T, the amount of magic that unfolds in my life in comparison to the days that maybe I slack off slightly on my morning routine or I don't do my mindfulness and meditation practice for as long and I kind of slack out of it, which doesn't happen often actually. I'm very disciplined with that. But when it does, I really notice it. And so your morning routine can look like whatever you want it to look like. So this can be something like just taking a few minutes to drink a coffee and be with yourself, be with your emotions. It can be writing down some things that you're grateful for in your life and really feeling that gratitude. Or it can be certain activities that you do to really get into the vibration that you want to get into for the day. But whatever you do, the aim of a morning routine is to raise your vibration into a certain state of mind that you can then carry through for the rest of your day. And if you can do this, then, you know, you're basically unstoppable. It gives you that resilience that no matter what comes at you throughout your day, because every day is pretty unpredictable, really, even if you have a job, even if you do the similar things each day, even if you know what you're going to do you never actually know what's around the corner. So doing this morning routine sets you up for the optimum life experience that you can possibly bring into yourself. And it also ties into the law of attraction with putting out that energy, the energy that you cultivate in your morning routine is what you ultimately then attract to you for the rest of the day. So that is number one. So moving on to number two is EFT. So EFT is such a powerful practice to have in your toolbox. And it's something that I actually do maybe like two to three times throughout my day, sometimes slightly less, but usually I'm often working on something for myself, whether it's a belief I want to work through, a a thought pattern, an emotion, 
whatever it is, I I use the power of EFT. And if you don't know what EFT is, it stands for emotional freedom technique. And it's tapping on certain meridian lines over your body in order to release the energy that is attached to that, the energy that is charged within your body from whether it's um, certain trauma triggers or just negative emotions or pain in the body. And you, you basically give your subconscious mind the message that you accept it and love it in spite of whatever it is that you're moving through. And just taking time to get into the practice of doing a daily EFT is such a powerful way to release anything that is blocking your energy field. But yeah, just learning about EFT and having a daily EFT practice has been a real game changer for me. It's really allowed me to lift my mood and vibration on a daily basis and sort of release what it is that I'm going through so I don't have to carry stuff with me or if I have something that happens that feels quite stressful I can just do 10 minutes or 15 minutes of EFT and release that emotion and and feel at peace again because ultimately it's about getting back into peace. The third habit is to get outside. So this is something that I started consciously doing at the start of 2021 where I would get up, this was before I had Poppy, our puppy, I would just go for a walk as soon as I wake up. And this would usually be about 5, 5.30 in the morning, maybe six o'clock, before even having any breakfast, I would just get up and go to the local park, get outside, get some fresh sunlight and fresh air on my face. And sometimes I would listen to a podcast and then do some yoga um, afterwards. But often I would just walk around and look at the trees and you know feel the air on my face and just getting some space in my mind first thing in the morning was such a mood booster for me and it would just set my mind up for the day so um the other thing with this is it actually helps with your circadian rhythm from a physical sense which helps your overall sleep because when you get outside first thing as the sun starts to rise and you get that sun on your face, it actually starts to put your body in rhythm. It starts to tell your body that it's time to wake up and it starts to keep your nervous system intact rather than using or seeing indoor light or looking at your screen on your phone first thing. Getting that natural sunlight and fresh air on your face allows you to naturally wake up, which then produces certain hormones into your body. So you naturally feel better for the rest of the day. And then you you start to sleep better because of that rhythm that, that is built into the body. So I would highly recommend just getting up and getting out. Just want to take a quick break from this episode to share with you all about the manifestation subliminal recording that I've created just for you. So subliminals are recordings that are put together at the sound level just below what the conscious mind can hear, meaning they bypass straight into the subconscious. So I've created this subliminal recording to help you become magnetic to your desires. It will help you supercharge your manifestation powers so you can start attracting what you want to you. It is such a powerful recording and I can't wait to hear about the success that you get from it. And the best part is you can listen to it while you work or do other things because it sounds just like background meditation music. In order to receive, 
your manifestation subliminal recording, simply leave a review of the podcast, take a screenshot of your review before submitting it to Apple Podcasts, and then email the review to helenlife888 at gmail.com and I will send it straight through to you. Now let's get back to the episode. The fourth habit I have is to just plan breaks into your day. So this is an obvious one and it's so underrated. And being a manifesting generator, I often forget to do this. If you're super engrossed in something, something, even if it's something that you're really enjoying, I've really noticed a difference recently in just planning into my um, daily calendar each day, a 30 to 60 minute break every so many hours where I just switch off make myself a cup of tea or I go and sit in the garden or read for a bit but just having that change of scenery from what you're doing is just such a good reset for your mindset to get into and then it actually blocks out your time and and makes you more productive for the rest of the day so I'd highly recommend planning your breaks into the day. Number five to set you up for success is meal planning. So I have to say I'm not the best at this but my partner David is really good at this he's a tourist so he's very into food and planning food and he's very good at thinking about what to eat me not so much I will often go for large blocks of time without eating and then I'll be super hungry and I'll just order a takeaway and obviously like that's not particularly healthy. I, you know, eating takeaways every night is not going to set your mind, body and soul up for success. So doing things that you can, strategies that you can put in place to plan your food ahead, to plan nutritious meals for yourself so you feel good, so you feel good in your body, so you enjoy what you're eating and, you know, you feel that nutrition going into your body you'll ultimately thank yourself later you'll feel like you have more energy for it so one little hack that I've got this which I've actually started doing myself as well as the help from my partner is to chop up your vegetables at the start of the week we get a veg box and I'll spend what 10 minutes just chopping the vegetables up into Tupperware containers so I might chop up some peppers carrots mushrooms spinach not spinach sorry um broccoli and just put it all into a couple of Tupperware containers and then I've got that vegetable all ready to go so when it comes to cooking meals for myself because the biggest block for me is I think oh I'm hungry oh but I can't bother to cook because it takes too long and I want to do this or I'm you know I'm focusing on that or like I just can't be bothered but when it's like well it's already all prepped it's all ready to go it's literally going to take like 10 minutes to put it into a frying pan and do like a stir fry or you know do a curry or whatever it is then it's actually no longer so much effort so getting the habit of just doing some meal preparation is such a game changer for your physical health but also for your mental health so number six is future self-journaling so I'm such a fan of this and this is something that I've been doing for about a year now where I literally just write down as if I'm already in the life that I'm envisioning for myself in the present tense and I write about it I write about the future that I'm calling in in the present and I just write about like I'm so grateful for what it is that I already have and I get those juices flowing in my mind 
And as you start writing, you start feeling good, you start imagining, and this puts you in touch with your subconscious. So you start to really feel like this is the life that you have right now, even in your physical reality, it's not where you are. As you start to journal about it as if you already are that, and you start to feel those emotions, it supercharges that manifestation, it supercharges what you're actually calling into your life as if it's already there. So this is such a powerful practice and habit to get into. And it's something that I do daily now. Number seven, another physical hack is to turn your phone onto airplane mode at least an hour before you go to bed. Now, this is a non-negotiable for me. And sometimes I'm not the most disciplined with it. I will admit sometimes I'll get stuck on the Instagrams and I'll be messaging or I'll be doing something or looking at someone's stories or whatever. But I will discipline myself to often turn my phone just onto airplane mode at least an hour before I'm thinking about going to bed so that I'm not absorbed with that blue light because blue light actually disrupts your release of melatonin, which makes it more difficult for your body to start to wind down because when it sees that blue light it thinks that it's time to stay awake so it prevents you from releasing that natural hormone of the sleepy hormone and we all know how important sleep is which brings me to the next habit which is prioritizing your sleep and general sleep hygiene habits so I've got a few sleep hygiene habits tucked away in this habit this has been a game changer for me the last three years I've really started to study sleep and looked at a lot of different strategies and started working with my sleep cycle and I've noticed a dramatic difference in the way that I show up the way that I feel the way that I operate in my day whether it's productivity whether it's mood whether it's just energy physical energy emotional energy it's all so connected like I'm sure we've all had a bad night's sleep and then we wake up and we feel a bit rubbish and then we take that rubbishness into the day and things just don't go as well as we want them to. So prioritizing good sleep hygiene, I'll talk about what that means in a minute, not just prioritizing sleep in general, making sure you get enough sleep, but there are certain things you can do beforehand to make sure that you actually get a good night's sleep. So the first thing that I started doing is to use a sleep tracker to actually work out how long I needed to be in bed for in order to get a sufficient number of hours sleep. So everyone knows that, you know, seven to eight hours of sleep is what you need to be healthy. But the thing is, a lot of people don't take into consideration how long you actually need to be in bed for in order to get that number of hours sleep. So for me, I actually need to be in bed for eight and a half to nine hours in order to get seven to seven and a half hours sleep and that's literally just because of the way that my body cycle works my body naturally wakes up during the night in between sleep cycles and in between that time plus the time that it takes for you to fall asleep it's no good me just saying well I'm going to go to bed at 10 and then wake up at six because that will not give me sufficient number of hours sleeping because the time it takes me to get to sleep and then the time that it actually you know it happens during the night where my my body naturally wakes up and then goes back to sleep in between sleep cycles another thing is to 
make sure that you try and go to bed at the same time every night. So again, this really connects to your circadian rhythm. So make a commitment to go to bed at the same time every night. And I know there's such a big difference, even if it's just an hour later that I'll go to bed and then maybe I'll wake up an hour later. You think, oh, it'll be fine because I'll just wake up an hour later. But you still feel like rubbish the next day because your circadian rhythm is all messed up because the melatonin, which is used to being produced into, into your body at that time, doesn't release enough. So you feel all groggy. And I really noticed this. I mean, I don't know if, if you have had a similar experience, let me know. But if I go to bed, say, after 30 minutes later than usual, my usual bedtime is about nine o'clock. If I go to bed after half nine, and then I usually wake up still around the same sort of time. But even if I wake up a bit later because I've gone to bed later, I will still feel a bit groggy the next day. And this is not good for your body because it just it just like puts you on this unpredictable cycle and the body needs to have a cycle to adhere to. It needs to be in rhythm. If you can go to bed at the same time every night and wake up at the same time every night, you will notice a massive difference in your energy levels. I mean, I definitely have. One thing I also tend to do with this is try and sort of follow the cycles of the sun. So obviously during winter, the sun rises a lot later. So actually in the winter time, I generally get up later and go to bed earlier. And this is, you know, I know it's not feasible for everyone, but if you can do what you can do to follow the rhythm of the sun, that will also connect you to that rhythm of nature and it will help you to feel more at ease during your everyday life. Another thing that I do for sleep hygiene is I take a magnesium supplement. I take two doses of magnesium about 15 minutes before I'm going to go to bed. And I've noticed a huge upgrade in my sleep quality since taking these. I think I've been taking these for about two years now. And if I forget to take it, which is very occasional, but if I do, I notice a massive difference in my sleep quality. And I'm not just saying this, like magnesium is like necessary for sleep quality. That's why they say if you're having difficulty um, getting to sleep to eat a banana because it's got a high level of magnesium in. But take a magnesium tablet about 15 minutes to go to sleep and you will sleep so much better. I don't know why I haven't done the research as to what magnesium actually does, but I can tell you that it does make a difference. And the reason that I started doing this is, is because I actually used to feel quite anxious going to sleep. I used to have difficulty breathing, getting to sleep. I would feel quite tight chested. And some of this was emotional anxiety, but also some of this was just physical. And this goes back to diet and things that I was eating. I was eating a lot more processed foods. I was also drinking caffeinated coffee. So I'm very sensitive to caffeine. So now I drink decaffeinated coffee and I've noticed that since I I stopped drinking coffee that I just sleep so much better so that could also be something to consider if you have trouble getting to sleep or you want to get a better night's sleep so moving on to tip number nine is to have a mindfulness practice and again this might seem like an obvious one but having some kind of practice that you can go to to calm your mind, to reset yourself, will calm your nervous system down and it will 
ultimately allow you to just think more clearly, to feel your intuition, to hear your intuition, and also to be more productive. So whether that's a silent meditation, a breathwork exercise, I personally do a mantra chanting, mindfulness practice. And I always notice when I do that for maybe about 45, I usually try and do it for about 45 minutes to an hour every morning. And I just feel like on top of my game when I do that, I feel connected to spirit. I feel connected to source. I feel like everything is happening for me. I feel like everything is aligned, you know? And when you feel like that, then you're in a different frequency. And that is ultimately the core of manifestation is getting into that frequency and embodying that frequency wherever you are. So finding some kind of mindfulness practice you can do. I used to do a lot of yoga. You know, I used to find yoga really difficult when I first started it, you know, because I used to struggle with a lot of anxiety. And I would go to these hot yoga classes and I would hardly be able to breathe through them. But I would just start, I just started to tell myself, if you can just get through this hour and a half, you know, it's uncomfortable, but just like pretend like it's okay and just do this breathing because it, it might benefit you. And I did. And then three weeks later, I felt like I could breathe properly. It was worth it. So what I'm trying to say is that the, the hour that you might spend doing these practices is ultimately the energy that you cultivate and that you carry with you for the rest of your day and the energy and the frequency that you carry with you for the rest of the day is what you will ultimately create and attract into your life so all of these practices that I've been through will have an impact on what it is that you are able to manifest because of the energy that you're in because of what these practices do for you, because of what they do for your health, because of what they do for your mind, because of what they do for your body, your emotions, what they do for you spiritually, all of these things, you know, we're multidimensional beings, we have all of these facets to us, we have all of these parts to us that we need to nourish in order to feel connected. And I think if we can do that on a daily basis, and we can get into the discipline of cultivating some of these habits, I think we'll just set ourselves up to manifest what it is that we want with more ease. And that is what it's all about, right? Creating more of what you want with the least effort. And it doesn't have to be difficult, but the difficulty is in creating the habit and in creating that discipline to actually do it and to do it on a consistent basis. So I hope that these habits helped you. I hope you tried some of them out. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. And also make sure you download the Breaking Free from Limited Beliefs ebook that I've created for you. This is such a powerful ebook. It takes you through the step-by-step -step guide of how to break down the limited beliefs or stories that you may be telling yourself. It's my method that I still go to when I come face up with a challenging limited belief that I'm trying to break through so if you want to transform your life and you want to really get underneath those beliefs unblock yourself and become magnetic to the life that you're here to lead then I encourage you to download that ebook it is you know I've packed so much value into it I've really given you my step-by-step -step breakdown method from all of the coaching trainings and 
all of the stuff that I've learned over the years. So really get your hands on that. And I will speak to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If this resonated with you, leave a review on iTunes and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. If you want to go deeper into all things manifestation and magic, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Helen Life and I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.